say, you know, something has to give. You can't do everything at the same pace all at the same time. Power to Live More with Joe Dodds. Welcome to the Power to Live More podcast, all about productivity, organisation, well-being, energy and resilience. I'm Jo Dodds and I started this show to enable interesting people to share their stories about how they use their power to live more and by that I mean to do the stuff that they want to do more than the stuff that they need to or should do. It's about creating a life for yourself where you have the energy, health and space to be happy and fulfilled, spending your time as you'd like, whether that be at work, home or somewhere else entirely. That's your choice. Hello. My name is Ellie Dodds and I am co-presenter and today Joe is interviewing Karen Burke. Karen was introduced to us by Susan Moore of show number 191. Karen F. Burke, ACMA, MAAT, DIP PPC, is a business owner, power-up coach, personal performance and business, author, speaker and accountant. Karen is the co-founder with her husband, Devon Burke, of the Mind Body Therapy Centre in Forest Hill, South London. Karen and Devon also run a social enterprise, T4H. Karen is also the co-author with Devon of Healing Hugs, coming out soon, a book of tips and techniques on looking after yourself, expressing yourself with the ones you love, and your communities within the wider world. She is passionate about expanding people's self-awareness and power, ensuring everyone she works with has that hug they need when someone is in their corner, championing them, their career and or their business. Her strengths include being inspiring, positive, implementer and multitasker. Her core values are integrity, honesty, loyalty and respect. I hope I achieve this through all the people and businesses I work with by being supportive and encouraging. Back to the studio. Today, I'm interviewing Karen Burke of Mind Body Therapy Group. Thanks for joining me, Karen. Great to have you with me. Thanks for having me. So start by telling us who you are, what you do, and crucially, where you do it. Um, I'm Karen Burke, as you heard. Um, we, myself and my husband, Devon Burke, run the Mind Body Therapy Centre in Forest Hill, uh, London, uh, South London. And we also run a social enterprise called Therapy for Healing. We call it T4H. A um, number of things have, have spilled out uh, from it in the sense of Devon doing Mind Body products um, and ourselves actually writing a book um, called The Calming Book of Healing Hugs um, and myself write, writing my own book, which is a power up for the year. Um, so it all came out of um, really myself um, coming from being an accountant in the corporate world, um, loved maths, therefore into accountancy. Mm-hmm. Loved helping people, therefore became a, a personal performance coach. Um, met my husband, therefore went into the field of, of therapy and complementary health and outspringed Mind Body Therapy uh, group because he was already um, trained as Mind Body Therapy. Um, and then out of, out of there, because he had done so much community work, outspringed um, T4H, which is social enterprise, um, still getting funds for doing the work that we were already doing with carers, um, vulnerable people, um, children with special needs, etc. Um, and then ag- again, you know, outsprings um, the books and products. So it's been quite a journey. <laughs> yes, yeah. Wow. So 
it's funny when I normally ask people what they do they tell me sort of what they do and then I say was well, that what you always did and they'll go no I used to be <laughs> and uh, you gave me the whole spiel right from the corporate <laughs> to, to where we are it sounds like it was a really smooth transition at all stages <laughs> well <laughs> you, you know the world into what you do now it's 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 quite a jump isn't it for, for us people who've done that um, it is. It is quite a jump. It's not easy. Even when I was, um, I'm re- re-editing Power Up for the Year and book at the moment. And looking back at some of my musings, which I will put more in there, um, and the frustration in the corporate world, um, it was the realisation of it took about, what, maybe three to four years before I totally jumped out of it to um, join Devon more in, in the Mind Body Therapy Group. So, it's not an easy decision and it's not an easy process. There's a lot of frustrations in there. There's a lot of scaling down to, in order to scale up. And there's a lot of frustrations in the sense of once you know what you know you are before as an accountant, then you're clinging on to that. And that's kind of, you know, your status. Mm. And then you lose that and you jump into something, you know, as, as self-employed. And it's, it's a totally different thing. You yeah. lose that. Um, you know ability to have that monthly salary coming in and it's really scary to jump Um, but I went from a four a five day week um, and to the four day week three days in the center and then a three day week in the corporate and four days in the center until I you know was almost like 24 7 in the center in the early days Mm. so it's it's blood sweat and tears it's not an easy process when people see us now um, you know they forget about the dark times the times when you're you know still talking about work you know midnight um you know so it's not an easy process it takes hard work and determination yeah it's interesting I really uh, identify with what you say about the um uh identifying with your your corporate uh role can you remember when you first sort of got your head around that switch you know when you told somebody that you're the new thing I I guess because you did it gradually it was probably um, you know, different things for different people. I, I distinctly remember going to a networking event, realizing that I now left my job and I had to tell people I was a publisher. Whereas before I'd been able to, you know, fudge it, I'd be saying, oh, you know, I work with an <laughs> HR director, but, you know, I'm also doing this, isn't this. But then this one day, I, I was no longer an HR director. I had no choice. I had to say I was a publisher and it felt really weird. So mm. I get what you're saying about that. You were doing that over a period of time. So was it just a question of switching? sort of roles and and mindsets as you were talking to people I think I probably had as most people do dual um or triple or whatever (laughs) characters within me because from a teenage time I would had always been doing poetry and actually we'd done um poetry music and a band and things like that jazz cafe and all of that kind of thing so I had always written and I had always helped people um I grew up in quite a spiritual Pentecostal um background and had always run uh young ladies groups and always done you know women's events and um, run events in general so to me I had always had that going on anyway even in the corporate I think I'd done always volunteered to do people's day and you know team events and things like that and also in the meantime did volunteer for princess trust and things like that so I think it was um always knowing that these were in me but when it was that transition yes it was like who do I say I am because I'm (laughs) many things (laughs) and it's a bit confusing until as you say and then actually being married before and then marrying again that was also the confusion so I, I was Karen White Karen Simpson then Karen White then now Karen Burke so I had to decide, OK, I'm Karen Burke, author. Lots of other things, but this is who I am yeah. right now on, on this podcast. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Mm. And, and what about the whole working with your husband thing? <laughs> Tell us more about that. <laughs> um it's it's interesting <laughs> I think in, in the beginning um when I came I'll come in from my corporate head and he's coming from the therapy world it's totally different we're dealing with therapists a totally different bunch or you know yeah. in the sense of how they work so um one of the um things that we decided early on after myself reading the e-myth um revisited which was by Michael Gerber brilliant book because he is very much the ideas and entrepreneur type person and I'm very much the implementer and the manager you know so in essence we had to or you know we had to sit down and define our roles otherwise we'd be tripping over each other yeah and it it, it it quite naturally went into the roles of what we naturally do best mm. and I found that that's what works with our teams as well whatever they naturally do best that's what we try and give them to do and that's what they um really um do great at and it's, it's a kind of win-win situation. But yes, there are times of frustration, especially in the lockdown last year. This is 2020 pandemic. Then it was a matter of um, fine because the year before he had had a unexpected surgery. So we were home a lot then in 2019. But then to do 2020, it didn't seem too bad in the sense of being, you know, working from home and being in each other's pockets. But Sometimes I think in the early days when we we're just starting the business, there was a lot of banging of heads and frustration because I do things one way and he sees it in a totally different way. Whereas he would say, oh, yes, 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 let's do this. It's great because it gets us business. But then we have to implement it. And I'm like, oh, this, that, the other. And I always say the realistic thing. And yeah. he says I'm being pessimistic. So we had to find our ground. We had to find our roles. We had to find out what we were best at. Yeah. and stick to those rather than just um, butt heads all the time yeah yes yeah and as you say things shifted a bit in the last year in terms of the the writing of of the books as well and I guess as you you were a um or are also a, an in-person business with the clinic you've had to change you know on and off as you know we've been open and closed and allowed yeah. not allowed and everything else so so t- talk through a bit of 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 what what you've done in the last year whilst dealing with the pandemic and having to work from home and not being able to see clients like you would yeah so probably in the last two three years actually it's been the shift as you say to um, being in the business 24 7 to be being able to work on the business because we have a great team in place and a great manager in place in the center so therefore last year um, she done a lot she done you know quite a few of the um, day-to-day bits that you know need taking place so um, last year it was a case of pivoting um, we were able to do that in the centre by offering online treatments and doing YouTubes and doing offering ourselves um, up for doing for myself doing coaching online and Devon for himself doing pain management actually calls mm-hmm. um, you know and then that kind of transitioned into the social enterprise really picking up because there was a lot of COVID funds so in the end it was Tifa uh, Tifa H that has um, really um, pivoted because we were doing a lot of face-to-face group sessions and you know hands-on massage and but that pivoted into doing a lot of telephone sessions with vulnerable people um women domestic abuse you know um people with anxiety stress depression um and a lot of zoom meetings which some elderly groups have actually pivoted to be able to do zoom which is great and there's some fantastic groups out there which we've been doing some zoom sessions so in in the meantime then we you know i started pulling together another book um which it will come out at some stage, but, you know, it's called Teachment and it will come out at some stage. Um, so, but in the end, it kind of aligned to 
be more about what is it that's needed now? What aligns with our business? Um, what's, what do people need to hear? And mm-hmm. I think this year, hopefully, um, you know, it came culminated into the Calming Book of Healing Hugs. And we spent time, um, you know, looking at that and um, working with the editor to say, you know, what is what, what are we putting in here? And some of it came out of the book that we kind of got together last year, um, in 2020. And the other thing coming out of that then was a, a, I'm doing a re-edition of the Power of the Here book, which I had already done in 2018. Mm-hmm. So it's um, because of the time allowed, whereas we're not constantly oh has you know they've opened up the center okay they're all okay everybody's in it's fine every day um we're open you know seven days a week usually so it's been in a way trying to utilize that time and I'm quite a, a um achiever type person I do like to set goals and I do like to make you know make the most of the time we enjoyed the garden at great we grew lots more things than we used to um and that was fantastic because there were some really lovely summer days and the you know thankfully having a garden as well to be able to um do some do some stuff out there and just enjoy you know music outside and everything so that was really fantastic so we've really utilized the time and I feel like um that we've not in a way um not done something with the time that was given in an odd sort of way yeah Mm. so how how do you sort of make that difference between sort of work and home life because as you said already you know in the early days it was talking about work at 12 o'clock at night Um, (laughs) yes yes (laughs) I I imagine it still is sometimes um but you know how how do you how do you stop work imposing itself on your personal life um and and do you have you know, routines and, and ways of switching one off and switching the other on? How does that all work? I think there's different phases and depends on where the business is at because in the early days it was 24-7 and we was in there, you know, nearly every day, um, you know, building up the business because halfway in between we moved premises as well. So we had to do all that work. So it was, you know, when we're in it, we're in it and, you know, we come home at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, we're eating and, you know, chatting about things and you have to be in it. And it is all about the business and it is all about, you know, the work. Um, my da- our daughter at the time understood, um, she was a teenager, she understood it and she actually started working with us as well uh, part time. So it's good to have, and we had a lot of support from family as well. So it's very important for us to have that support as a grounding, you know, for us. Um, but when you come to the next phase, hopefully, where you've got people in place, you've got a team in place and you can work on the business more, um, then there has to me, there has to be a cutoff point. You know, you can push for six months, 10 months, 12, you know, a year, two, yeah. three years, you know, but at some point, you know, it does catch up on you. And we was exhausted at certain points until we could eventually book in holidays for ourselves. Um, so when we book in a couple of weeks holidays, definitely we just, you know, we're going back home to his home and my parents' home, Jamaica. And yeah. we just, you know, we're just totally chilling out, you know, traveling around the place, but chilling out. Um, other times, you know, we made sure we had a little weekend break um, when we could um, to just time out. And then now in this this phase, working from home is, is for me, I'm an early bird. So I'll come and you know, do my work in the more, quite early in the morning um, and get some of the course work done then. And then uh, by the time he's finished looking at his stocks and shares and things, he's, which he's got into since lockdown, um, yeah. then, you know, it's lunchtime, you know, one of us will do the lunch and, you know, we sit down, you know, we're chatting. But then I know he's going to make his phone calls and I'm going to, you know, get back to work or anything. So, but now the first lockdown, I think I was still kind of, because there was so much work on in T4H social enterprise side, um, I was probably still working till six, seven, but this lockdown and subsequent lockdown two and three, I've 
realize no actually I probably and because it's winter as well probably it's naturally that at four or five o'clock you know six is that's that's long enough um and then having the breaks in between and I definitely get my exercises in in the morning when I can if not at lunchtime so at the yep. moment I'm doing it from home so there's just videos YouTube videos um and I make sure I get those in as well because those are some of my breaks and I have a proper break for lunch as well so it's those kind of things making sure you put proper, you know, put it in your diary. Otherwise, your diary will just fill up with work and webinars and Zoom calls. Um, put yeah. the breaks in, put the exercise in, uh, put the lunch in, sit down and have the lunch, you know, chat with the family. You know, it's putting it in your diary if you need to, because otherwise, me as a work type of person, I'm quite hard on myself. A type A, I would say. Um, mm -hmm. It's, you know, I'm quite hard. I drive myself quite hard. So for people like myself, I would say definitely put it in the diary and put those breathing moments mm. in, in your diary maybe yeah. just yeah. take that time six count of six count of six and have those moments in between the day otherwise yeah you do go mad I think five years ago Deborah said why are you breathing so hard I'm like I'm letting it all out at the end of the day it's been like mad in the center and then you come home I still got to do my admin and stuff it's like it's a heavy breathing but it was for a reason I was letting it all out letting it all go or you know all doing the exercise and just letting it all go it's just like like yeah I was mad <laughs> talk about healing hugs that's um mm. part of the title of your your book and obviously you know with the the lockdowns and with people not being able to see people a lot of people are missing that sort of tactile part mm. of our, our lives um, yes I just live with a teenager who doesn't like hugs so it's not very good really <laughs> you know talk talk to us about the importance of of hugging and what healing hugs you know is all about hugging is very important um somebody um highlighted a uh, something in the telegraph was it telegraph or guardian over the weekend about hugs and there's many studies being done on hugs that um it really does if you hold it for, you know for many you know, more seconds than just you know a quick three second um, it is really um, increasing your endorphins. It's really helping you to feel secure and helping you to de-stress. It's helping to bring the fight or flight syndrome down. It's helping to um, have that human connection. It's helping to have that um, social connection, that emotional connection with somebody. Um, you know, there is a chapter in there about hugging teenagers. Um, yes, I've been through that. My daughter's 27 now, so I know what it's like. <laughs> It's a, it's can be an awful stage. Even talk about not liking them at the time, but at the same time you love them. Um, you know, so it is. You know, from a young child putting those um, habits in, whereby you are hugging um, the young child and um, letting them know that they're safe, that they're secure, that they're um, loved, that um, it's time to listen, or you know, it's that routine when you go to bed, you put the, your hand on their heart, you know and settle them down you know if they're if they're young children um but if you've put all those in when they were younger um the teenage years <laughs> it does change but they do come back around when they yeah. when they grow up a bit more so when they go beyond the teenage years they do come back around and um, stop being monsters and they really do come back around and they come back to that huggy stage um i'm yeah. coming from such a huggy family i would yeah. say um devon comes from totally the opposite and so it was quite interesting um you know when we put in there as well hug yourself because that's what he had to learn to do to hug himself yeah um, he didn't have that touchy-feely when he was growing up so 
um he had to learn to hug himself and that is really about having your own safety feeling your own comfort feeling um your own um blanket really around you and in the article it did say about um you know even in the book i think i'm going to add a few more things in there in the sense of um the heavy blanket that helps you feel more more secure when you're going to sleep that hug that you feel or even a snug scarf around your neck you know um it's having that that you feel um safe and you know snug really um but there's different hugs in there that we're going to beer hug and one arm hug and things like that yeah it's quite interesting a bit funny as well so (laughs) hopefully Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, so Ellie's not, she's not a particularly um, scary teenager, but she definitely doesn't like hugs. So the, the mm. odd occasions that it happens, I always really appreciate it. But she also hugs Granny a lot, and Granny doesn't like oh, hugs. Oh, and really? I think, <laughs> I think, I think, gosh, she's given that hugs away to somebody who doesn't even want one. <laughs> and here's me, your mum, who would want one. I'll give her one, i for one. <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> I have to trick her. She likes the yes. fact that she's taller than me. So if uh. I can, like, you know even smaller than normal and try and yes. sort of, you know be like the you know when we were when she was little and I was you know the big person hugging her yes, yes. It ran. sometimes <laughs> she does that just to prove how tall she is and then I get away with it and I get that hug but it's all trickery <laughs> yes <laughs> we put in there about the invitation to hug because that's quite a good one you know you you do as if you're leaning in and you're almost yeah. putting your arms out but you realize that no they're not coming forward it's like okay <laughs> all right high five or you know do the elbow thing or <laughs> <laughs> or, or you know, <laughs> hand on your heart or something there's you know different ways where you can still express it I yeah. suppose and we were saying about hugging virtually as well obviously very important you know important yes. for the pandemic yeah. um about the little sometimes it's um, really nice as on my daughter's birthday the other day she was saying about um um, getting um, a voice note rather than just a message um, yeah. and it was really nice to hear somebody's voice and what they were saying is again that's that was like a hug you know yes. um, yeah. getting a little note or, or getting a you know gifting that's going on obviously <laughs> there's loads yeah. of parcels going on right now um, getting that little gift meaningful gift through the door is, is something that is you feel you know that that slight euphoria which yeah. you know you know not as much as a hug but it still gives an essence of that yeah yeah, and um, I've got a, a little recommendation for that, actually. I sent my mm. friend a friend in a box. It's called friendinabox.co.uk. Yeah, okay, it, yes. It, um, advertised a lot and hadn't done anything about doing it, and then I sent it, and there was a problem with the delivery, and the lady emailed and said, I'm not sure if it'll get there on time, but I'm going to, you know, do this, this, and this. And and I was like, oh, don't worry, it'll be fine. And she was like, oh, I'm so pleased to, you know, that you sort of came back to me and you were so understanding she said not everyone's as understanding as you are and I was like you know in this day you know this time you know we've got to all support each other sort of thing and then and then the present arrived and it was on time and my friend Mm. absolutely loved it and it was luscious the 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 packaging was beautiful and everything else so I sent a message to say you know she did really love it and again she came back going oh I'm Mm. so pleased you said that it's so lovely to hear that people are appreciating it so you know it was such personal service but it was nice yeah a hug in a box I mean that there was gin involved as well (laughs) (laughs) um always helpful (laughs) that's appreciation yeah There we go. But it's that kindness, isn't it? It's it's, it's yeah. um, you know very much about um being kind as as we've learned through the pandemic is you just be kind to your neighbours, to to the shopkeeper, you know, to everyone's stress, everyone's um feeling all sorts of um feelings. 
Um, the emotions are going up and coming down, going sideways, going across. It's going all over the place for everybody, and no one is 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 um, you know untouched as it were. So it's just yeah. just being kind. And obviously, when you're in business, you know how hard it is to do business, and therefore even to business owners, it's just re- you know realizing that if they're trying their best, you know, just be kind mm-hmm. to them because you know obviously I know what it's like yeah. um, trying to run a business, and I I try and give good feedback as well because I think that's important for other people. They know that you're either doing a good job or you could do this a bit better you know because yeah. we get that all the time yeah. <laughs> and ho- hopefully bit by bit we've been tweaking the business as we go along you know, yeah. over 11 12 years now so yeah 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 no that's exactly what I wanted to do you know she said she was having sleepless nights over delivery oh. and you think, you know, <laughs> delivery system at the moment is must be creaking at the seams as that must be going on and, it, and yeah. a lot of companies are saying that there might be delays and everything mm. else so you can imagine it must be stressful if you've got totally where you are sending things through the the post or the, the delivery system but uh, there we go mm. so talk about how you um make sure you get done what you need to get done you, you've t- described yourself as a sort of type a personality which i don't think you needed to do because everything you've told me so far but how do you make sure you get done you know the right things the things that you need to get done and, and how do you fit it all in i think it is important especially when you go for each year it it does change so there's no nothing fixed the only thing fixed is making sure that I review it every year or every six months or even every month to say what am I doing what's most important or every week I'm going through my diary and say okay what have I got on next week and making sure it's not too full um, with webinars or you know something oh yeah I'm interested in that let me watch that and just making it sure it's not too full I think it's um, just reviewing the diary um, and as I said before, about um, making sure you, you put the things that are important in first. I think I, I learned yeah. that after, you know, as I say, years of um, building the business, um, that you put the exercise in first. I put my call into my dad first, you know. You know, unfortunately, my mum's passed away some years now. Um, but my dad, you know, he's quite active still, which is great. I put that call into my dad. Um, I've got three sisters as well and a brother. So it's in their in-laws and, and nieces and nephews. So it's kept touching base with them every so often and saying, well, hey, what's going on? or you know um, doing the messaging um so I think I've learned as it does change over the year in a sense of you either taking out a day and knowing that day is for family or that's for reading or you know whatever you want to do in that day or it's during each day where you know I said I'll do my exercise I'll probably sometimes if I'm pushing like I'm re-editing at the moment I'll wake up at seven and I'll just get on and do the first hour and a half and I'll get that done then I might do my exercise and then um it's back in the office uh, lunch and then you know back in the office for a bit if if I choose to uh, this uh, this times um and then you know cutting off at certain points so five six you know it's cutting off and um enjoying watching youtube or reading or you know chatting or you know whatever i'm doing cooking and you know that type of thing and then bringing in you know as everyone has been doing being in the baking i haven't been doing banana bread but over the over the christmas time i have a lovely christmas cake (laughs) (laughs) so i I used to enjoy baking so i've actually brought that back in and i'm like oh i I remember i enjoy that so when when you do have more space um you know wherever you are in your business i think it is having those timeouts when you can um yeah. putting in the important things first and fitting the business around that when you can obviously yeah. it's not easy in the, in the early days but in the latter days um otherwise you know as you say you know something has to give you can't do everything at the same pace all right. at the same time 
So yeah. something has to give. Um, yeah. In the beginning, it was about making sure she, my daughter's doing GCSEs at the time of the start of the business. So making sure that she's fine, you know, she's her head is straight, you know, mentally, you know, um, emotionally and everything. Um, and, you know, my husband and then the business, you know, it's, it's in that order, you know, but yeah. actually yeah. for me, it's my faith. It's, it's myself being grounded. It's yeah. myself um, doing my meditation in the morning, you know, saying, you know, we call it pray in the sense of meditations, prayer, people would understand. Um, and it's doing that and grounding myself first to say, it's going to be a great day. Um, it's all happening perfectly. These are some of my statements. I can do it. Um, you know, it's, it's a new day. It's a new possibility. It's all these motivating statements and affirmations I say to myself to keep yeah. myself going. Yeah. And then it's listening to your body at the same time, because you can do all these things. It's like, oh my gosh, you, you are run down, like stop you know the next before your body stops you you know um I think it's a case of um Devon 2019 when you know he had an issue um with his colon and it was you know all of a sudden we was going gonna go on holiday and yeah. we couldn't go because the operation had to take place so it's it, it's to me he slowed down a lot after that which has not been it's not been bad thing um, you know, he's not getting any younger. He wouldn't like me to say that. He's not getting younger. And I think, it, you know, he's put a lot of, you know, over 25 years of being a therapist, he's putting a lot of effort and work into the whole business. And now it's time for him to reap a bit of that, you know, in the good days, reap a bit of that back and put other therapists in place. And, you know, he used to send his, his it's very hard at times to send his clients to other therapists and let other people um, take the slack. And no, let the manager do that. No, you don't have to do that. You don't have to go in and do it. Let the manager actually, you know, one of the therapists is really good. They call us. I can't think it's flat, long hand, flat finger or something when they're digging out, you know, the sink and things like that or fixing the toilet. They're really good. So to me, it's really good to have a great team behind you, but also support of family and, and friends. But, you know, immediate family and then you know extended family. I think it's really important and to have a great team around you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So talking about having a team around you, we were talking about our um, mutual contact of um, Susan Moore, who was on a an earlier podcast. Um, you fairly recently been working with Susan, um, and we were talking about the importance of having a um, an assistant, a PA, a VA, whatever, um, to help you to sort of outsource things. Tell me a bit about how that came about, and 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 how you work together or have worked together. Yeah, I had always known that at some point I want to need a PA because there's some stuff that is across the whole, all of the companies that we do, you know, things that we do, um, that I need someone, someone, someone size just to do something that is um, not specific to a particular company, which I would just give, you know, to one of the managers. But um, I had heard about her name some time ago and um, it was in my uh, folder. So I knew that when it come to a new area in the sense of um, writing another book to say, well, I don't know anything about them. Let, let me see. Um, don't know anything about that let me get this social media sorted once and for all because you know manager's too busy it's never getting done I'm not getting to it fully so let me get that sorted as well for the center so um to me it was um I called her VA and, and Devin keeps saying who's VA it's like okay call her PA Devin knows PA <laughs> old school who's PA um and she's been really helpful because that's about um, outsourcing what you you know you're too busy to do and it's a new area I want you to start looking at Amazon look at um, Kindle you know setting that up um, sorting out um, all the social media getting the 31 days of hugs out for January um, as well and sorting all the pictures and things for that as well um, luckily we also got um, some uh, hours so this is a good tip for people in the sense of if any of the universities around you universities around you are given any student hours for free then that's a really good way to get some people to look at your business um, one lady last year looked at our communications on 
the mind body therapy website and she, we realized that even though we're very positive and when people come into the center they really like oh, do that because of the sights, sights and the sounds and the smell you know the incense and everything uh, crystal rose crystal is in quartz is in there and things so um it was quite surprising that there was a few negative terms on the on the obviously we was locked down so we had to say we're locked down to do but she said what you can say that afterwards but say what people can access or what they can do and that was really good to have fresh eyes on it so yeah. um i think same with um having a pa i think it's putting fresh eyes particularly on the books area doing more about it and you know getting something to print and things like that doing all of that then while i'm busy on the businesses she can be busy still pushing and promoting so in effect what me and devon say all the time is one plus one equals three and that's how we see it that yeah. the, it, it it leverages up everything when yeah. you have more people on board doing the things that you're not the best at or the excess things while you're still doing other things. Mm. And I think it really works. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, do you actually get time to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have good sleep. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have good sleep. It's actually, um, Darren is the one that has trouble sleeping sometimes. I think it's too much going on in his head full of ideas. Um, but, um, you know, as I said, if I'm waking up, trying to wake up at seven, I will, you know, by by 11, I, I want to be in bed. And that's what I try and do. So I'm already winding down by 10 o'clock, um, yeah. listening to podcasts or some meditation or, you know, just a, or a really nice inspirational talk or something just to get my head in the right place. Um, so I do actually get a good sleep. Um, and I think to me, it's about finding when you're best at and mm. not forcing it you know obviously when you've got loads to do you've got to force it sometimes you've got to just plug through you know plug it plug yeah. plug in and get through but the times when you don't I'm a morning person so I will know I'll do my some of the core work in the morning uh, concentrated work mm. um so then I know that bulk of that work is is done and then in the in the afternoon I can do some of the, the lighter work and I think it's just about knowing who you are and how you work and when you work best if you're a night owl then work you know work then and enjoy yourself during the day so and then you know naturally you will have your own rhythm and my rhythm is you know yes towards Thursday Friday you know it might go on to midnight and things but um you know I usually tend to be quite disciplined Monday to Wednesday at least um and you know get quite a lot of the work in then yeah these days yeah mm-hmm. yeah and what about learning and improving yourself? You talked about listening to podcasts. So mm. Are there other things that you do? Um, yes. Well, I'm quite. I have been quite a reader. Um, so yep. I have a number of books out all the time, which mm. I dip into. And that one I mentioned is very good if you're uh, working with it with closely with a team um, and building a business. Emif by Michael Gerber. It just talks about the different types of personalities and people in the business and where best to place them and how to get along with them. Yeah. Um, another great one has been um, on the spiritual side has been Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. This is mm-hmm. Deepak Chopra because again yeah. it talks about intention. It talks about I mean the secret is great and it's about attraction and things, but um, I find this one very much about you know in the sense of karma and what you put give, put what actually what you sow is what you're going to reap you yeah. know and and the way it's laid out no matter what denomination which I don't 
say I belong to any denomination, but, I, you know, spiritual and I believe in a higher being and higher purpose. So to me, it kind of gives it that those are no matter what religion, that's the natural laws of life. Um, and that book is really good. Seven spiritual laws of success. And then the other one was that was good at the time when I was um, probably doing my transitioning from corporate to, to you know, working for, for ourselves or working for myself. Um, you'll see it when you believe it. That was Wayne Dyer, because um, in a way, it's like I could vision what I would like. I'd love to work for myself. Um, and I could see it happening by 2014. It actually happened in 2010. So um, scary, yes, yeah, but yeah. I believed it and I had planned for it. And in effect, I had done my five year goals and things like that. And I had, mm -hmm. you know, visioned it and put it all out there. Um, and I had done a lot of this as well before I had met um, Devon and to know that I was going into this field um, and probably what been together probably what, 15 years, probably 15 years, something like that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been it's dipping back into those books sometimes. Um, even when I was it was tight and time was tight. One of the uh, good books was Drop the Ball by Tiffany Dufu and it was or Jafu. It was um, again us as women in particular we we try and do so many things with throughout the day and at the end of the day as I said you can't do everything all the time at the same pace so it's about allowing some of those balls to drop and it's okay so when I said to my one of my sisters who had four, four kids it was two years in between so if the washing up has to you know stay in the sink overnight it's okay yeah if, if, if you know the kids have to help with putting the clothes away and while you sit down it's okay you know if, if now I think over the years they were teenagers and beyond now I said I think she, probably about 10 years ago she gave up I said they're just gonna live they're just gonna live in a house <laughs> it's like I'm gonna drop the ball <laughs> I said, just yeah. this place is gonna be a mess and she's not gonna come in every time and and pick up after them you yeah. know between her and her husband it's like they, they're doing that like you know something has to give yeah. and you just got to make that decision what's gonna give if yeah. it's going to be, you know, not going to the hairdresser, you know, for for my hair, you know, as a black woman, it take could it could, you know, take up a, half a day to nearly a day, you know. If I decide not to do that, I'm getting that day back, you know. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, if you decide to go and do an hour of running outside, that's you know, then do that. If you know the, all the benefits that come out of that, rather yeah. than not doing it, and therefore you fit that and then you do it. Um, so sorry, I've probably gone off on a tangent here, but yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> in the sense of um, time management, I think I was on to drop the ball and, and some of the books and things. Yeah. So okay. loads of different books that have helped me throughout the different phases of journey. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mean, it, it goes back to some of the theme of what you were talking about before about the, you know, putting the big rocks in that, you know, mm. I've, I've noticed myself in the last year um that, you know, all the stuff that I do outside the house obviously has gone away. And yet mm. I still don't seem to have any spare time that's <laughs> um, that's <laughs> exactly that you, how important it is to be intentional and put in yes. the stuff that you want to do because there's never going to be time to do it if you wait till you you're at a loose end you know Totally. get bored I am never bored <laughs> never like me myself either I'm like why are you getting bored I know um like some of my staff from a furlough I know obviously when you haven't got anything to do or you're not got dr driving anything or writing a book or anything it's like you, you know I can imagine that you can get but I, I just don't get it myself I think I get it from my dad a lot he's very you know every day he will still go for his walk you know um you know to keep exercise and everything and he, you know he'll go gym once a week when we could and um you know I, I just don't get it he always has something to do and I said I'm the same He's retired obviously yeah. and he always has something to do I said to me I'm the same I don't know that I could ever um get bored yes um in the sense of 
bit irritated or not quite sure what to do with this space of time I'm, I'm yeah. telling myself to chill out or watch a film you know yeah. so those things are like okay yeah what am I going to watch and you know all that type of thing but it's not boredom it's more like telling myself to chill out and relax for the day <laughs> or something yeah. um but yeah no there's always something to watch or uh you know depends how um I guess how how especially for driven people we do tend to have our projects in place or always have things that we you know I'd love to be able to do that one day you know that type of thing but as you say I found myself in in the in you know 2020 first lockdown um how come I'm still haven't got the time and Mm -hmm. it was only when those really summer days came out that really hot days that we said no just gonna drop everything just gonna be just gonna be in the garden you know there's nothing to do anyway we didn't know when we was going to open up again it didn't you know didn't know anything but no I'm enjoying the garden I'm gonna do some gardening gonna plant some things let's, you know let's just yeah. saw some seeds let's get them sent to our house and <laughs> let's, yeah. let's put yeah. in everything that we can let's yeah. dig up this garden and put it in as well and that was really I didn't realize because my dad is such a, a lot he's allotment and he loves his plantations he calls it the back of his house um his garden and um you know coming from farming um and then my husband Devon coming from farming so I didn't realize how I forgot how beautiful it is to watch nature grow uh-huh. and how relaxing that is and then in in essence taking that as uh, something for your life that things take time and we can't rush things and yeah. when things are aligned it just works so beautifully um yes we can push and we can you know plan and everything else but sometimes it is just to slow down as i'm being told all the time by devon just slow down and enjoy the moments yeah. enjoy every single moment because you don't get that back no, no, exactly. I'm, mm. I'm just talking to myself. Though. On, the one, on the one hand, he's telling you to slow down, and on the other, he's asking you why you're breathing. <laughs> hard, yeah. <laughs> Trying to slow down. <laughs> you see the, see, it's such a paradox. It's that's life, yeah. you know. <laughs> Push hard, but slow down. Put, yeah. you know, plan ahead, but be in the moment. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So last couple of questions, and we've covered some of this mm. already, but um, I'll, I'll ask it to, to, you know, get your specific answer. So firstly, mm. those days where it all goes horribly wrong, how do you deal with those? Mm-hmm. I go back to my breathing. Are you <laughs> breathe in. <laughs> yeah. Count of six and breathe out. And really um, trying to treat others as we as we'd like to be treated ourselves so if it's someone's fault obviously we have a team if it's someone's fault it's like not not trying to take it out of them but have that word if it's necessary right then and there if not then it's about stopping for a moment going outside um breathing uh, coming back in and then dealing with it or if it's possible to do um something like a exercise or um doing some exercising or go for a walk in nature or um watching um some light entertainment because at the back of your head you're trying to find a solution and the solution is coming through and we're quite solution focused anyway so we'll as we've learned to be especially firefighting when you you know building a business just firefighting a lot of the time but you're finding solutions all the time and when I find a solution or if something happens twice like you know I put a process in place so when things don't go right um I think we just switch in our minds okay fine this is how it is it is as it is as Devin always says and now what are we going to do about it mm. and I think that we're quite solution focused and I think one of my statements come back into my head is it's all happening perfectly mm. yeah and that. breathe <laughs> mm. and so those days where you get to live more and that's where you get to do more of the things that you want to do and less of the stuff that you don't want to do what do they look mm. like for you 
oh it's always about the sun the summer <laughs> it's in the garden um it's um hands in the dirt or just sipping something lovely um sitting down and usually having a book or music and music um playing um and uh, definitely music is a large part of, of of our lives i you know love music playing in the background sometimes when i'm working um but yeah blasting music outside while in the garden that's just magic and then having people around um you know in those days <laughs> yeah. um we'll come back um that um having people around family around um friends around we used to love to entertain a lot um and it's magic you know the sun's shining music music festivals um you know dancing like there's no tomorrow wearing that purple hat today that's what it looks like (laughs) having those conversations even with people if you can't you know we can't do some of the things now in the pandemic but it's it's doing those having those conversations with people that just make you laugh you know Yeah, yeah 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 Lovely. Thank you, Karen. It's been great uh, interviewing you today. Tell people how they can find out more about you and get in touch. Um, the Most of my um, bio and um, blogs and things are on the MindBody Group SC23 we- um, website. So the website is therapyforlife.net. If you look, you know, look up MindBody Group SC23, you can find us um, and you can find my profile under About Us Therapists. Um, and yeah, you can book 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 me in, or um, you know, send us an email, you know, um, yeah. and go from there. Lovely, thanks. Thank you. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you for joining me. Aww. Thanks a lot, Joe. Cheers. All this information is available in the show notes. If you go to powertolivemore.com forward slash, in this case, two one one, then you'll find them there. And this week it's very short and sweet. It's half term. I'm in uh, on a campsite in. Uh, Kent with friends and little Dodsey and Simon and uh, we're chilling out it's lovely weather and I'm not going to give you any pearls of wisdom this week (laughs) other than the whole thing about getting to live more is about getting to do more of what you want to do and less of the stuff that you don't want to do and uh, this week I'm definitely doing more of what I want to do I'm with friends I'm in a field I'm in my caravan and it's lovely so hope you're well hope you've got great weather and lovely situations where you are and i'll catch you next week again the show notes are at powertolivemore.com forward slash 211 and we look forward to speaking to you next week use your power to live more